welcome to Star Wars Age of Rebellion. This is an RPG Storytime presentation of a campaign played over several years utilizing all three Star Wars role-playing books by Fantasy Flight Games. This is a grand campaign where everything you hear was decided by players in an epic-scale role-playing and strategy game, then turned into this production that tells the story one chapter at a time with occasional explanations of game mechanics. The episodes are shorter than most gaming podcasts because each session is summarized in the form of a story much like an audiobook. It begins with a small band of agents played by a few role players. As the rebel cell grows, more players are brought in to take on the roles of other operatives heading out on other missions and taking part in various battles. Every choice affects the direction of the story, both for the characters on the mission and for the overall story arc. And the ultimate fate of the Juvex and Senex sectors is up to them. When Huff Vassett returned to the Senex Rebel base, he was relieved to find his brother's entire team still alive. Their missions had been more risky than Huff's had been, having taken them across various house and imperial worlds. They had begun by raiding planets controlled by houses Araba and Vorsbane, where they stole supplies and freed slaves. They had discovered that Araba was enslaving a specific kind of large people called Aquellans and selling them to the Empire and that the Empire was mining certain rare and dangerous minerals and transporting them somewhere. The Rebels team had helped the Aquellans destroy the base from which Araba and Imperial forces were coming to kidnap them, and they had stolen some of the minerals and flight data from an Imperial transport ship to figure out what they were doing. There was still more for the teams to do, but they had returned to the base to recover and to meet with important guests from Alliance Command who were arriving to speak with them. These visitors had come via an Imperial shuttle, but it was one they were flying incognito because they needed to slip by Imperial sentries on an important mission. That mission may just bring an end to the Galactic Civil War. These visitors were none other than three important commanders of the Alliance, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and their commander, Leia Organa. Yes, Leia Organa is the commander, not Han Solo. I know you're all saying that Solo was the commander, but get that out of your head. That's stupid. Yes, that's what was in the movie, but it was incredibly stupid. Why would they put a guy who's been with the Rebellion only a few years in charge when they've got so many more qualified commanders who have sacrificed their whole lives to the cause? Making Han Solo the commander makes no sense. Repeat it to yourself. Han Solo commanding the most important mission of the Rebellion makes no sense. That's stupid. It's Leia. Leia Organa is the commander, and she's leading the mission as she always should have. Deal with it. <sighs> okay, so General Organa stepped down the platform along with her three associates once their escort had deemed it safe. Huff tried to be charming. Wynne tried to be formal. But Leia only wanted to get to work. Where is your briefing room? Organa asked. We have a lot to go over. Vresh growled, pointing the way. Organa had a great amount of trust in Wookiees, so she followed his lead immediately. They arrived in the headquarters where the Senex Rebels made their plans and took their places around the table. They arrived in the headquarters where the Senex Rebels made their plans and took their places around the table, General Organa closest to the holographic controls. Once everyone was gathered, she wasted no time. This information is for your eyes only and is top secret. Any leaks could lead to the destruction of the Alliance and the loss of all hope to regain freedom in the galaxy. She looked each person in the eye as they nodded with understanding. Her R2 unit then plugged into the holographic controls to bring up some information, and illustrations of what she was telling them appeared over the table. 
The Emperor has made a critical error, and the time for our attack has come. We are on our way to lead the strike by weakening their defenses for an all-out invasion. Our ships will need the way clear when the time of the invasion has come. They are currently gathered in the Sullust system. The attack will take place at Endor. The Senex Trace is the fastest route between them. This is the route we need cleared. That is where you come in. We need you to ensure the safe passage by the time they pass through here. We can offer you some resources, but not too many. Or else they will know we have something large in the works. Are there any questions? Fresh howled a question. The Wookiee with General Organa growled back. The two conversed for a little while until Organa's protocol droid spoke up. To translate for everyone else, since I may be the only one who understands their conversation, Commander Fresh and Chewbacca are suggesting some locations to attack. Chewbacca is suggesting hitting their local government center at Synex, since that is also a seat of power. While Vresh is suggesting the other end of the trail, to Kirk, because it is less well defended. I think you're all well advised to listen to Chewie here, Commander Solo said. He knows what it is to go after an opponent and rip their throat out. I might have to agree with my colleague Vresh, Commander Hezawen said. Obviously the capital is the best target, but we don't have a lot of resources. We might get beaten at Synex, but we will definitely win at Tekarek. I used to work for the Empire, and I know their protocols. A hit on any of their facilities will cause them to rearrange their fleets, thinning them out while they repair the base that was destroyed. General Organa watched the holographic map, listening intensely to Commander Wen, and nodding slowly. I'll leave it to your discretion, then. We need this path cleared. She turned to Wen and told her when they would be coming through, and how important it would be. Quick game note. This was a very happy coincidence. While this campaign was intended to somehow connect to the events of Return of the Jedi, I did not know at the beginning that the path from where the Rebel fleet was at Sullust to the Forest Moon of Endor, where the Emperor was, ran exactly through the sector where we were playing. According to canon, this is the path they took, so it worked out perfectly for our grand campaign. Okay, back to the story. All three commanders of the Senex Sector agreed to the plan. Huff and Wynn filled General Organa in on the dangers of Life Seed and what they were doing to shut it down. Felina, meanwhile, was in quiet contemplation. Her eyes were mostly shut. Her vision was no longer in the room. It wasn't even in the present. It was in the future. How far away, she did not know. She saw a face. Not the face of Rixar, but someone else. Someone just as evil. Others were behind it, a red glow filling the air. Her hand began to ache horribly, she heard the cackling voice of the Sith Lord who had tested her in this very temple. Her eyes shot open and she fled from the room. Everyone else was in such deep concentration on their plans that no one noticed, except one, for he had seen what she was seeing. Valina stood along the path. Valina stood along the path facing the old temple where the darkness had been defeated, panting for breath. It was like they had returned, and only she could feel it. Nearby, Davith was helping Kyle build his lightsaber. The young man was having to get a crash course in the ways of the Force and how to use his abilities. Luckily, he had already learned how to fight, having been used as a young, talented gladiator in the slave pits. But he was impatient and needed guidance. Davith was giving him that guidance as long as he could before having to go out again on a mission himself. Valina then felt the presence of someone else approaching, someone she did not know, yet already trusted. There was a peace about this person. She turned to see who it was. The man who strolled up to her was one of the Alliance leaders who had come with General Organa, Luke Skywalker. He was not only a commander like her, 
but he was rumored to be a fellow force wielder and perhaps even a Jedi. Valina did not understand how someone so young could be of that order, and she tried not to stare. She just nodded hello. Luke did not greet her. Instead, he looked at the Master and the Apprentice with a warm sentimentality. He said, There are an unusual number of people with our talents in this part of the galaxy. I believe we are drawn here, Valina said. For what purpose I do not know, but I'm not sure it was a good one. Luke took a deep breath and looked up and around himself at the carved canyons. There is something powerful about this place, Luke said. It's probably why the Sith built their temple here. A great evil lived here, Valina said. We eradicated it when we arrived. I sense that something is still here, though. Lingering. His head settled on the chamber Valina had been staring at and said, May I go in? Valina motioned toward it and said, Of course. Inside, John was on the plinth meditating. His eyes opened as soon as they entered. Welcome, Luke Skywalker, the last of the Jedi, he said, and he stood. I am Jarn Katan, touched by the Force, but not yet proficient. You are studying this cavern. Yes, I feel as though I can reach out through it to other places, but I have no control over it. Luke approached him and said, Perhaps I can help. I would welcome it, Jarn said. Luke closed his eyes and concentrated. Jarn looked deeply into the crystal wall. Valina concentrated as well. For her, it was easier. This was related to the power she had been studying. Upon the plinth, Jarn felt as though he was navigating through a fog. He needed a point on which to focus. Aelor, he whispered. He had heard from the others that they had made contact with the rebel base in the Juvek sector, and she had just arrived. Aelor Sundown. The fog began to thin, and he saw her shape in the distance in some woods. He began to drift in that direction. How did you find me? she asked. Sector Command informed us you had arrived safely. I am glad. I didn't choose to come here, Aelor said. I'd returned to kill the man who had captured me. I know, Jarn said with understanding. But you did not. No. He was no longer there. But you still seek him. Yes. Do not allow your feelings to drag you to the dark side. The fog between them began to grow thick again. Jarn concentrated harder on his friend. Luke tried to clear the fog, and Valina recognized the feeling. It was like a stench she had last sensed in the presence of Rixar Traun. Elor asked Jarn how she could be seeing him. The crystals within the base we found, he said. There is something about this place. There are many mysteries about it. One thing it seems to be is a nexus of communication. It once belonged to the Sith. The growing fog between them grew dark, and immediately Luke knew that it could not be cleared. Something, or someone, was listening in. Aelor, are you safe? Jarn asked. Something else is here. The black clouds now blew toward Aelor. Growing thicker and wider, they began to envelop her. Aelor, Jarn shouted. But his voice was caught by the wind and thrown to a million places. He could not reach her. He was helpless as he saw her swallowed by the dark whirlwind, then disappear into the calming gray ether. Jarn's awareness reemerged within the chamber. Luke was considering what he just witnessed. Valina was trying to calm herself from the horror of it. 
I must go to her, Jarn said. I once felt the need to rush off when my emotions saw something they feared as well, Luke said. I went before I was prepared, and I paid a heavy price for it. He felt his right hand as he spoke, as though it ached. Strangely, Valina felt the same ache for a moment, as though she was sharing his pain. Jarn stood there, uncertain what to do. Luke stepped toward him, saying, You have grown stronger than you know, Jarn Katan, but you must be fully prepared to face your own destiny before you can hope to help your friend face hers. I advise caution, to go when you're ready, or you will make your enemies more powerful. Jarn nodded, calming his heart, and returned to his studies of the crystals. Luke turned toward Valina, who was trying to hide how deeply the vision had affected her. Luke said, When you defeated the evil within this place, you did it by defeating it within yourself. I sense that it is a deeper fear that challenges you now. Yes, she said. That man tried to do things to us. Luke nodded and said, I'm sorry. As they headed for the exit, Valina spoke up. You said something about your emotions seeking something they fear. You said something about your emotions seeing something they feared, something you rushed off to. I feared for my friends, Luke said. What I later learned is that I feared the truth even more. I am now on my way to face that fear. I thought you were all on a mission, Valina said. Sometimes our missions in our life and our missions against our personal demons are one and the same, Luke said. Valina nodded and found nothing more to say, so the Jedi and the trainee walked up the stairs of the dark cavern and into the light. This has been an RPG Storytime presentation of Age of Rebellion. Join us next week to hear what happens next. If you'd like to see a visualization of this episode, check out our YouTube channel. The link is in the description. If you'd like to see other things written by the author of this show, you can also find that in the description. Happy gaming, everybody!